succubus manor. Sure enough, when I turned around, it was our local minister and his wife. They were paragons of conservative propriety in public, but in private, they swung like piñatas. Iris gave them a small wave, which they returned benevolently as they went and sat down in the restaurant portion of the sty. Iris watched them, her eyes all aglow. Her succubus mojo rolled against my shields, and I gave her a warning look. No matter what, Iris received a lot of attention. She always sent out little waves of attraction compulsion, plus, with her playboy model figure and girl-next-door features, she was drop-dead gorgeous. But she sometimes got excited and let her shield slip, unleashing the full power of her succutastic self. Unfortunately, when Iris lost control, everybody lost control. The last thing we needed was for Iris to start an orgy here in Rockabill. Our Puritan ancestors would rise up from their graves and spit us on their razor-sharp rod of approbation. My friend gave me an apologetic smile, and I felt her tone down her magic. I was just about to make a joke, since Iris always felt bad when she slipped, when the cell phone in my purse buzzed. After fishing it out, I saw Ryu's name blinking at me from the caller ID. While I debated whether or not to take it, he hung up. I frowned at my phone until, finally, I excused myself. Iris gave me a knowing look as I walked toward the sty's exit, pulling Ryu's number up on my phone once outside. Then I proceeded to stare at the phone again, trying to decide what to do. My former lover and I were still on the outs after he'd made a big scene demanding that I move to Boston to be with him. We'd never stopped talking entirely, and we were talking a bit more nowadays but I was still unsure about what I wanted. On the one hand, I did care for Ryu a whole hell of a lot. He was beautiful and generous, and he knew how to live. He'd also saved my life in more ways than one. When we'd first met, during an investigation into a murder here in Rockabill, Ryu had stuck around to sleep with me. He could have wrapped up his portion of the investigation in a few days without my help, but he'd drawn it out and schlepped me about with him because of our mutual attraction, which I later realized had saved my skin, as there'd been a killer waiting in the wings to murder me, who'd been thwarted by Ryu's presence. Ryu had also brought me out of the long torpor to which I'd succumbed after my first love, Jason, had died so many years ago. I'd been only half alive till Ryu came along. That said, meeting him had inaugurated my plunge into my current position, floundering in the supernatural world but I couldn't blame him for that. I'd been the one to find Peter Jake's body, and anyway, I was too strong in my powers. Nell the gnome, along with the other supernatural folk who lived in or around Rockabill, would eventually have brought me into the fold anyway. So, on the one hand, I did care for Ryu. On the other hand, however, the Bob and she had some strange priorities, especially when it came to love. I couldn't shake the feeling that While I knew my vampire lover did genuinely care for me, and we were definitely attracted to each other, the real reason he wanted me so much was because I was the halfling equivalent of a bento box. For whatever reason, my mixed blood had combined into a very rare cocktail. I was both supernaturally magical and sanguinely human. In other words, I was a rarity and that I could be a complete partner to him. He could feed off my essence-rich blood, and yet I was able to keep up with him, both magically and in terms of longevity. 
While I couldn't blame him for wanting a true partner, neither was I comfortable with living my life as a walking, talking sack lunch. Another major factor that made my falling back into Ryu's life awkward was that I had a serious high school crush on someone who was probably the most inappropriate person in the world for me to crush on. Anyan Bargast was a badass warrior, an internationally renowned artist, throughout many human lifetimes of name changes, a stud muffin, and someone who had known me since I was a toothless, drooling infant. In other words, he was so out of my league, it was ridiculous. But somewhere along the way, I'd not only fallen for him, I'd fallen like a seventh grader. I wanted to pass Iris notes signed Jane Bargast. I wanted to write Onion Loves Jane on my geography notebook, if I were still in geography classes. I wanted to play mash with him as my only husband option. That said, I wanted to do a whole hell of a lot of...